of seven races to go here. Let's keep our head in this thing. Roll on through, roll on through, same path. Start your engines and smoke the tires. This is Inside Alabama Racing with your host, Tommy Trader. Here's the reason for this full course yellow that we are under at the moment. Stay with the sports station, WNSP, for NASCAR news, interviews with drivers, crew members, and track officials around the state and around the nation. Fired up, stay on the racetrack if you can, stay on the racetrack if you can. He decided my mirror says objects of mirror appear faster than they appear. No, he's that fast. Inside Alabama Racing, brought to you by Wade Distributors, Judy's Place, Pensacola Five Flag Speedway, and Alabama Pipe and Supply. Got a guitar! Hell yeah! Have you seen any of the replay? They have called one of our teammates to the trailer. Oh, bye! Now, here's Tommy Prater. Look at him, look at him, look at him! Let's go racing drivers! special edition of Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. We are live at the 56th annual Snowball Derby kickoff party here on the front straightaway at Pensacola Five Flag Speedway. It is our 25th year covering the Derby. It is our 22nd year being live here on Wednesday night. This event has turned into a happening here at Pensacola Five Flag Speedway. That all the drivers are here. They will be pulling for their qualifying position on Friday night. There are so many storylines that we're following heading into this weekend's derby. There's no way we're going to be able to get it all in this hour where we're talking to you from Pensacola. But we're going to give it a try. And help me do it is Sport Not Editor Matt Weaver, who's been all over the country with NASCAR this year. And he will join us in a few minutes, and we'll talk about what's going to happen at this year's Derby and who we're all watching to take home the coveted Tom Dawson Snowball Derby trophy. Miss Snowball Derby is in place. Adam Mackey is close to the stand to the stand to draw the names, and it won't be long before this thing is in full tilt. Stay tuned for more. From Pensacola Five Flag Speedway, right here on WNSP Sports Radio. As we get closer to the Super 7 State Football Championship playoffs, which local teams have a chance to bring home a blue map? Hello, this is Pigskin Pete with the Sports Station. Join me along with Brian Gennard this Thursday night for the Prep Spotlight. We're going to talk to local coaches and run down the teams and the brackets as we go through postseason. That's the Prep Spotlight this Thursday at 6 p.m. Presented by Guff Orthopedics on WNSB. Brought to you by Edward Jones Investments. The crown jewel of American short track racing, the 56th annual Snowball Derby, presented by Hooters and Safe Locator, takes place the week of November 29th through December 3rd at Five Flags Speedway. For 56 years, Pensacola Snowball Derby has showcased racing's modern-day legends and legends yet to be made in a 300-lap showdown of guts and glory. Race week kicks off with the annual Green Flag Party, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Thursday night, the racing excitement builds with the Pure Stock Sportsman 
Hewitt and Pro Drops. Friday, it's the Country Pleasing Pole Night with pole position qualifying for the Snowball, plus the Modifieds of Mayhem Championship and the Crown Stocks. Saturday, it's qualifying heats for the Snowflake and Snowball, followed by the Allen Turner Snowflake 100 and Outlaw 50. Culminating Sunday at 1 p.m. with the 56th Annual Snowball Derby presented by Hooters and Safe Locator. Join Pensacola Sports and witness racing history. Visit SnowballDerby.com for tickets. Legends start here. Hi, I'm Don Urquitt with UJ Chevrolet, home of the exclusive lifetime powertrain protection. We've been taking care of customers all across the Gulf Coast since 1939. When you're in the market for a new or certified pre-owned vehicle or need service by factory trained technicians on your existing vehicle, find new roads and come see us at UJ Chevrolet in Mobile. This is Inside Alabama Racing on 105.5 FM and streaming live on WNSP.com. Keeping it mostly between the lines, here's Tommy Prater. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. We are live from Pensacola Five Flag Speedway. As the green flag party is getting underway, I see Bubba Pollard in line to draw his number. Carson Hosevar behind him. One of our local heroes is standing here with me, Connor O'Kresic. Connor, it's nice to have you back at the Derby again. Oh, it's good. It's good to be back. It's, I mean, it's really, really good to be back. It's, it's been a while since we've been here in our own car, and I think we uh, have the best shot that we've ever had. You guys were awfully quick at the preview. You expect that to carry through? Uh, I think so. Um, I mean, we were second fastest by uh, one one thousandths at the preview, and that wasn't the uh, the best lap I've ever turned. I'll uh, I'll admit that. Um, so I think hopefully, uh, as long as the weather holds off, we should be uh, pretty quick. It's uh, the weather is going to create some interesting scenarios as we go through the weekend. Tomorrow looks pretty good, but Friday and Saturday are looking kind of bleak. This thing can't go off without qualifying. So somewhere along the lines, they got to qualify these cars to get in here. And uh, pressure is going to be an understatement. Oh, absolutely, especially if we don't have a chance to get very much practice. Uh, I think, honestly, I think if it rains, we'll be in really, really good shape. I think the car is uh, going to be quick right out of the trailer. Um, but, I mean, obviously, yeah, a lot of pressure if we just go straight from, from here to qualifying. You know, I think the thing for me that's the toughest is the guys who have not been racing here all year long, which kind of you throw into that category. You've certainly turned a zillion laps here, but you haven't been working on the car all year to get ready to come here, and now it's here, and you got two laps to get in the show. Oh, absolutely. Fortunately, though, um, with Mike Garvey, I, I do have some great teammates in, uh, in Gavin Graham and Michael Atwell and Chris Davidson who have kind of raced throughout the year and, and kept me up to speed with what's going on, so I think I, I should be at an advantage compared to some of those that haven't raced here at all all year, but we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see. It's uh, it's the snowball derby. It's it's a crazy time, and anything can happen. It is crazy, and I think uh, 
when you talk about what's happened here today, parking 120 haulers in under two hours, getting these cars through tech before 5 o'clock, most everybody's done and ready for tomorrow. It's crazy. I mean, you can't describe this to people who have never experienced it. Oh, absolutely. And a big shout-out to the Five Flags staff, too. They did a great job today parking everybody, getting everyone through tech in a a timely fashion. And, um, I mean, yeah, it's a – Definitely, if you haven't made a trip to the Derby, I would, I would definitely make a trip to the Derby. It's something that's indescribable. It's an atmosphere that you've probably never experienced before. It's uh, I don't know that there's anywhere in the country that this something like this happens, right? Because not only do we have one of the biggest late model races in the country on Sunday, leading up to Sunday, starting tomorrow night, the local divisions who've been racing here all year long, it's their snowball derby too, and that just builds the excitement as we go night by night. Oh, absolutely. The locals are are a huge part of this weekend. Uh, I mean, they want to win just as bad as we do, and they'll they'll put on a, some fantastic shows, and then we'll have a have a great show on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever we finally get to uh, to race. So we finally got you back in a race car for the last race of the year. What's your plans for next year? Um, I think we're going to go back racing, uh, racing a good bit. I can't promise that we'll be full-time uh, with any series, but we're going to try to race as, as much as we possibly can. Well, it's always fun having you at the racetrack, and you've always been fast. So when you leave this weekend and they post where you finish, what's going to be a good finish for you guys? Um, I'd say a good finish is a a good finish would be inside the top 10, but uh, I don't show up to a racetrack without wanting to win. So uh, I'll be a little bit uh, upset even if we finish second place. That's just uh, that's just who I am as a person. I want to win every single time I show up to the racetrack. You know, it, it reminds me this race reminds me of salmon swimming upstream. And the first thing you got to do is survive, right? And then if you survive, then you maybe have an opportunity to win. And, and that's the toughest part is just getting through 300 laps. Oh, absolutely. I've ran this race plenty of times, and and 90% of it is just being in the right place at the right time. I've seen I've seen the 12th quickest car win this race before, uh, just with all the crazy stuff that happens at the end of the race and in the middle of the race. And it's uh, definitely a lot of speed, but you definitely have to get uh, get lucky, too. Yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of uh, we got to survive, and then you got to have a little luck, and you got to have a little this, a little that, and that's why some guys spend so many years trying to win this thing and don't win. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there were there were guys that came out here 20, 30 years that that never got to win. It's just one of the hardest races in the country to to win. I mean, you see all the the names on the entry list, all the NASCAR guys, and and some of the NASCAR guys will never even see victory lane in this event. Some of them will not make Sunday. Some of them, yeah, some of them will not make Sunday. I remember last year I had to race against Brad Kozlowski for the for the fifth place spot in the LCQ. <laughs> and, and we both missed the race. Well, Bud, I appreciate you stepping in with us. Thank you, man. Good luck this weekend. Oh, thank you so much. Anytime. All right, Connor, appreciate it. Now my co-host has finally uh, stepped in here. We were talking with Connor O'Kresic. He's uh, he's pumped up to be back in a race car. Aren't here. we all? Yeah. I mean, not, not to be in a race car. but yeah, I mean, uh, you can't be here at this place at this moment and not be excited about what's getting ready to happen here. So, uh, listen, we say this every year. I love this week. Uh, it's my favorite race of the year. And everything builds towards the Snowball Derby in my career. And I know it's the same for this guy here, too. Look at this guy, right? I mean, he could be doing anything this weekend, but he's coming down here. 
I think he's having a good time first, but then we might get to race a little bit with Red Jones, right? I hope so. I hope this uh, rain stays off. That's that's why we're here is to try and uh, chase another Tom Dawson trophy. It's a special race for everybody here, but um, I have a lot of passion for this race and to get back and just see old friends that I haven't seen since last year. You know, I follow Super Late Model pretty closely, but uh, excited to be back for another derby. We're talking with Noah Gregson, who just stepped by. Noah, we got to take a break. Hang on just a minute. We're live from the 56th Annual Snowball Derby Green Flag Party here at Pensacola Five Flag Speedway. Hang on for more coverage right here on WNSP. Listen to your favorite WNSP shows whenever you want by searching WNSP Now on your favorite podcast platform. You can hear previous recordings of your favorite on-air shows, as well as our exclusive online-only NBA, NFL, and MLB shows. Miss the big interview from yesterday? No worries. You can hear it by searching WNSP Now wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Danielle at Wade Distributors, and flooring is what we do, Mobile or Baldwin County. For 40 years, we've helped people get the right flooring at the right price. Designed to installation, we make it easy. Danielle's right. I got the perfect tile and color with quality installation. It was so easy with free design service and the largest selection in town. I wouldn't go anywhere else but Wade Distributors for any flooring. So if you want flooring done right with free design, then come see us today at Wade Distributors online at wadedistributorsinc.com. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. The Rolling Tigers Booster Club's 11th Annual Booster Club Bash to benefit Auburn University wheelchair sports is back and set for December 6th from 6 to 9 p.m. at St. Dominic's Murphy Center. The evening will be catered by Bay Gourmet. There will be a silent auction with Auburn and Alabama sports items and a soccer ball signed by Pele, plus a live DJ and, of course, the $10,000 drawdown. Tickets are limited to 300 Contact Dr. Mike Rim at 251-232-4753. Help support Auburn wheelchair sports. It's easy to think all money managers are pretty much the same, but at Fisher Investments, we're clearly different. Different? How? You sell high commission investment products, right? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission-based investment products. Well, you must earn commissions on trades. Nope, never at Fisher. We're a fiduciary, obligated to act in our client's best interest. It's the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. How do you know what's in their best interest? We get to know our clients and then tailor a portfolio based on their goals and needs. 
But you probably sneak in some hidden and layered fees. No, we have one transparent management fee structured so we do better when our clients do better. Wow, you really do look out for your clients. That's because our top priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. It might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investments and securities involve the risk of loss. This is Inside Alabama Racing on 105.5 FM and streaming live on WNSP.com. The only driver that needs the jaws of life to get in and out of his race car. Here's Tommy Prater. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. As we have done for the last 20 plus years, we are coming to you live from the Green Flag, Green Flag Party here at Pensacola Five Flags Speedway, the Snowball Derby, the 56th edition. Gets underway tomorrow morning. A lot happening. My buddy Matt Weaver has joined us as he has done for the last few years. Matt, welcome to the program. I think we're up to 10 years now. Like honestly, I'm thinking this through. It's uh, it's 2023, so that'd be about 13, 14, maybe nine years. Somewhere in there. I'm getting old too now. <laughs> well, you know, in my lifespan, nine or 10 years isn't very long. I've lost all my hair. Yeah, you and Thomas are 19 years. That's a while. That's right. That's a third of my life I've been doing this show. Right. Hey. Wait till you get to be 60 and say, hey, you've been doing this 25 years. What? That's right. 25, 25 what? <laughs> hey, man, does it get any bigger than what we got going on right here? You know, we, we say that every year, and I, I think, to me, the snowball is still pretty special. It's pretty cool. To me, this year, I look at the snowflake. Have you seen the snowflake entry list? Like, to me, the snowflake might be the race of the weekend. 69 cars on the entry list. It's crazy. That's nuts. It's crazy. So have you already drawn? Would you draw a number? So, so Jake Finch is stepping in with us. Jake, we've had a fun time with you all year, all year long, covering your ARCA races, your ARCA win. Man, it's it just a lot happened this year. You're here for the Derby. Tell us about your thoughts. We'll talk about this weekend first. Tell us about your thoughts for this weekend. Yeah, I'm excited for the weekend. Um, obviously, I think it's always the one that's circled on the calendar every year, um, especially being really close to home. It's kind of like a home race as well. So uh, I like to think we have a good shot. Um, um, so if we can get our number 51 Phoenix Racing Chevrolet tuned up, I think we'll be all right for Sunday. You know, I thought it was interesting. I saw a little chatter on uh, either Facebook or X or whatever it was. PRI is this weekend. And somebody says, well, they should move the Derby. And I'm like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. The all I, no, no. Sunday in December is well, reserved for this place right here. I think I don't know. Matt can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they announced that it's just going to be the next clear day next yeah, week. Well, for the super late models, yeah, next clear day. Pro late models, we, we might be back here next weekend. So I don't know. I feel, feel like this might be a good idea. What if they just ran the snowflake right after the derby? Oh, I, see what I'm saying? That's way above me and Matt's pre But right? oh yeah, I know. But I thought we were just we, we, we were just we discussing just, we just ideas. Go, we just get to talk about the mistake you made after you made it, right? We don't get to help you hey, making your mistake. Whatever you think. <laughs> I, so listen, though, I, I think I think Jake actually has a really cool plan. Like if, if everything does go haywire, like his Saturday is booked, no matter what, whether we're racing and practicing and qualifying. What is your Saturday like, no matter what? 
Well, I'm just – I can't wait to watch Georgia beat up on that Crimson Tide on Saturday. You know? How about them dogs? The man, the man is on an Alabama radio station, and he's going to start talking trash about Georgia. I knew exactly what I was asking. I can talk it and I can back it, so we're good. You know, 29 straight speaks for itself. I'm, a, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, – I'm laying low. Right? Oh, you, I'm going to wait till the, the See, but if he was a true Alabamian, he would, right. he would, he would, he would on, start the discussion. Low. I mean, I saw last week's best in Auburn, right? That's my Holy point. Cow. That's my point. That's yeah. husband, Tommy has been on these airwaves of this station long enough that he's seen a lot of people come and go on That's the right. station for picking a side. Right. So, so, so Tommy Switzerland. Side, right. If you hey, pick the wrong side on this station, you don't come that, back. Hey, right. that's a smart, that's a smart decision, you know, but uh, I bleed red and black, so I can't, I, I don't, I won't steer away from it either. And they're awfully good. Yeah, they, they are. are. Awfully awful. They are. You know, uh, back on the racing front, because I'm scared of the red and black team just for the record. Uh, <laughs> What's your plans for next year? Tell us what you got going on. Yeah, I mean, nothing super announced yet, um, obviously, but going to run some more ARCA races a lot more than I did this year. Um, some more with Venerini as well, um, kicking off at Daytona. So excited to kind of get there. You know, I think my dad always has been pretty pretty good there. Uh, I feel like I feel like Daytona is another snowball derby for, for my dad. You know, he has a, a lot of wins, a lot of good names drive for him there. So hopefully uh, come February 16th I can put the uh, Phoenix bird back in victory lane at Daytona. Well, you know, the, the Finch name and restrictor plate racing, they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Between Daytona and Talladega, the guys who have won in your dad's equipment. Kazlowski, I remember, won a, a cup, his first cup win. Kurt was Bush. There. Uh, so that ought to be a lot of fun to go to Daytona. Of course, when you go to Daytona in a Pinarini car, there's there's really only one spot. Yeah. I, I mean, they'll take five cars, but if you don't finish – better than the other ones, which is normally a win, you didn't have a very good day. Were you were you there for the Kurt Busch win at Daytona? 2012? Yeah. I, I don't really remember if I was, you know. I <laughs> I, I'm old enough that I do remember, so I'm trying to remember. Like, am, Are you old enough to remember? Well, that was 2012, so I'd be seven years old. Okay, but first of all, we should have won the the one in the, the 500 weekend. You know, the 300 race. You got wrecked with like one lap to go, leading it, and but came back to win the July race. But um, no, I don't really remember. You know, everybody acts and talks like I've been around. You know, dad and everything. Like it's been a super big deal. But my dad has always tried to keep me away from racing. So this exact scenario that we're in right now didn't happen. Does not happen. Obviously, he didn't do a very good job at that. So now I'm here. But yeah, when I was little, I think he was he was too busy having fun and and racing to really deal with me. So I'd usually uh, get put up with Nick, uh, the late Nick Harrison. You know, he would usually drop me off with Nick or Fat Boy, and I would kind of have to go hang out with those guys. So that's kind of who I grew up with around the racetrack for sure. And Fat Boy is not a very good parental influence. That's, that's not. <laughs> that might be some of my problems. Right. I mean, that's just yeah. not. If I, I'm sitting here thinking in my head, everybody I can leave my kid with at the racetrack, fat boy, no. Not, that's not See, him. but he'll tell you some funny stories. We were at Daytona, like, funny enough, and uh, I was trying to ride, ride around in a golf cart, and the cops kicked me off because I wasn't old enough to ride a golf cart. And right before that, I fired Fat Boy, you know. I told I told Fat Boy he was fired. So I went back in the bus, and I was six or seven years old, and I was crying and, and moaning to my dad about, you know, me not being on. He said, well, he said, you should get somebody to ride around on the, on the, on the golf cart with you. 
I said, fat boy, you're rehired. Let's roll. <laughs> here's, my, here's my question, Jake. You said your dad tried to keep you out of this scenario, keep you out of the race car. How did we end up here? Oh, that's a good question. You know, I've always played baseball my whole life, and I like to think I was pretty solid at it, you know. And so I was racing a lot or playing baseball a lot, you know, in Georgia and, and at home as well. But I got a go-kart, you know. My dad went and bought a flat track go-kart, you know, dirt go-karts. And uh, the back of our construction shop, me and my nephews, which are five or six years older than me, maybe more, we'd all, they were working for my dad. And when I'd get off school, you know, we'd ride around on dirt bikes and stuff like that. And a guy across the street from us, was his son was racing go-karts, the body shop that my dad's old cup shop used to be in. So he saw me riding around. And long story short, I ended up going and racing a few times with, with that family uh, in dirt go-karts. And so I, I raced dirt go-karts for probably two or three years. And then uh, we came here and got hooked up with Derek Griffin. My dad really liked the uh, the outlaw class. And so I started racing outlaws, ran a few pro late model races with Anthony Campy in 2020, and then went straight to my dad. As, my dad said he was going to throw me in with the Wolves, and I was about 15. He threw me in with the Supers, and I, I looked like I was out of water, you know, for a few years. And I feel like we're finally starting to get to get where we are but everybody thinks i've been racing since i was you know super young but this i haven't been doing this too long but I'd like to think that we uh getting a decent hang of it it's uh, it's been fun to watch uh for somebody that's sitting on the outside right and uh for somebody that knows your race team that you're with from the 2000 late 90 area that group knows how to have a good time man i don't know who's over there now but late 90s early 2000 finch's group knew how to have a good time yeah, I, I hear they still do. I feel like everybody really wanted to work for, you know, Dad was like, all these people were winning races, everybody, everybody really wanted to work with us. We were having the best time. That's right. You know? That's right. But, uh, no, I think, you know, with Johnny Allen being the crew chief back then um, and him being my crew chief now, um, it's pretty cool. And then having some guys that worked on the team back then as well. So to kind of have that old school feel, I think anybody in the garage here can kind of to testament to how old school we really operate things and stuff like that. But they are they are super hard on me, and, and I've gotten my, my butt chewed out a few times over little things, over big things, and over mistakes. And looking back on it, I was really upset, but um, I think it was all for the good reason. What's the expression, uh, won some races but never lost a party? I guess so. That, <laughs> that probably, that probably makes, makes enough sense, you know. And, and actually, when I won Dover, my crew chief was Shannon Rush. And um, <laughs> he was the crew chief when Brad won Talladega. And so he uh, he sent me a picture after we won Dover with the red solo cup and said, "Show this to your dad." Yeah. So I was gonna drink one for him. So it was kind of cool. He said, "He said I'm just waiting for the adoption papers. You know, I got him his first cup win. I got his his son his first ARCA win." And so he's a good guy and excited to work with him for some six races next year. Uh, the red Finch's red solo cup was legendary because <laughs> you never knew what was in it or where he was going with it. Yeah. But it was always fun. It was always fun. And at tag him. I remember uh, Jimmy Spencer drove for your dad for a little while, and oh my goodness, Mr. Excitement and Mr. Excitement together—they were a pair. Yeah, it was a it was a big deal. I remember my dad's told me a bunch of stories. You know, I, my dad did the Dale Jr. podcast, and everybody talks about how funny it was and all this. I said, man, y'all need to get me to come because I can pry some stories out of them. <laughs> you know, because Dad really—he he talked about. I guess he won Bristol. They they led 190 laps out of 200 with Jimmy Spencer, I think, in 2004 or something like that. And he said he went into a meeting or whatever and went up to, I think it was Helton or something like that, and said, uh, said you know, I could have took a big hat, walked around the stands, collected some money, and got more money than y'all gave me for winning the damn race. <laughs> that's about right. Yeah, so that's what he said. And 
and he's had some, some good stories, but uh, it's always good to hear. Speaking of good stories, Sunday night, hopefully we leave this place. All the races have been run. What's a good story for you, Jake? Uh, I mean, obviously I don't like to show up in any track without the anticipation of winning. Um, so I'd love to be able to be one of the many drivers my dad's had to win the snowball. You know, I'd, all, I'd love to kiss the Tom Dustin trophy up there at the, the front stretch. But um, I think, you know, qualifying better is really my main thing. You know, I've had to start from the back so many years, or the past two years. I say that like I'm old, but this is only my third year. So the past two years, you know, I've started in the back, and you're already behind the eight ball so far. So uh, I think if we can start start further up in the field, I think uh, we can pick our way off and kind of run top ten. I think I think a top, top ten a top ten finish, you know, maybe higher be there at the end. You can always pick off a few more there at the end. So hopefully a top ten would be awesome and uh, obviously anticipating a little bit more. Sounds good, man. we got to go to a break. Thanks for stopping in, Absolutely. buddy. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you, Jake. Jake Finch, one of our guys trying to make his way to the Tom Dawson Trophy on Sunday afternoon. The Green Flag Party continues here from Pensacola Five Flag Speedway on WNSP. From the Plains to the Capstone, the sports station stays on top of all the latest Auburn and Alabama news with the Gulf Coast Auto Tech Tide and Tiger Report. Thursdays at 5 p.m. on WNSP, Corey Labounty and Nick Wiggins will take a look at both sides of the ball with special guests, discuss last week's games, and look ahead to upcoming matchups. The Gulf Coast Auto Tech Tide and Tiger Report, Thursdays at 5 on WNSP and on the Sound of Mobile app. This is Tommy Prater, and you know nobody loves great food more than I do. And if you're looking for a working man's blue plate lunch, there's no better place than Judy's. If you don't go to bed at 5 like some people do, and if you like going out at night and are looking for a great meal that doesn't break the bank, Judy's has a completely different menu at night and is one of the best places on the Gulf Coast with great steaks and seafood. Hey man, I'm not a hundred. Open for lunch and dinner at 4054 Government. Visit JudysPlaceMobile.com. With the holidays right around the corner, it's time to get your home ready. Stop by Hood's Home Center in Foley or Mobile to discover a wide variety of stunningly unique countertop options. Check out Hood's custom door shop or light up your home with one of Hood's breathtaking chandeliers. Hoods is your one-stop shop for all your home improvement needs this holiday. So come by and see why it's all good at Hoods on Highway 90 in Theodore and McKenzie Street in Foley. Visit hoodshomecenters.com and find them on Facebook. This time of year, big box tool stores start to sell a whole bunch of not tools. From dancing Santas to plastic trees. At Northern Tool and Equipment, we'd rather sell you a four-horsepower chainsaw fitted with a full chisel chain to cut down your own tree. And we have wood chippers come January. Because, you know, mulch. We're cutting prices on your favorite brands this holiday season. Save on Milwaukee, Steel, and Lincoln Electric in-store or at northerntool.com. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more On all the gifts for the ones you adore Wine spirits, beers all nestled on shelves Got some advice from our helpful elves Oh, so, so many gifts to explore When you go, go to Total Wine and more Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa Priced so amazingly low, low, low With the lowest prices for over 30 years You'll always find what you love and love what you find Only at Total Wine and more Drink responsibly, B21 Join me, Tony Ruggiero, on the Dew Sweepers radio show right here on WNSP, where I bring you the best teachers, fitness,
fitness experts, mental coaches, and insiders from around the world of golf, all to give you all the help you need to improve your golf game. The Dew Sweepers Golf Show, presented by McConnell Automotive, and brought to you by the Taylor Martino Rowan Law Firm, Stokely Garden Express, Taco Mama, and Strixon Cleveland Golf. Saturday mornings at 7, only on 105.5 FM, WNSP, and WNSP.com. This is Inside Alabama Racing on 105.5 FM and streaming live on WNSP.com. Reach up and pull them tight one more time because it's time to get back on the track. Here's Tommy Prater. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. As you can hear from the background, we are live from the 56th Annual Snowball Derby. Everyone is here to draw their numbers for what their qualifying position would be. We've had a fun time with my co-host for tonight, Matt Weaver, has been here all day picking up stories. There's a great story on his website about what to look for this weekend. I shared it on my social media for those of y'all who want to see it. It's really a good in-depth story of what to expect this weekend on all fronts. Matt, you've been crouching around the grounds all day long. I think the biggest thing that I have from today is that there's no drama in the tech line. Yeah, which you can't always bank on here, right? It seems like it's been pretty procedural. A couple of small things, right? I mean, everyone's trying to get their left side weight right, some body things. I had a couple of teams say they need to fix their bodies. But no one was really told, hey, this is way off. It's usually the incremental stuff. And anyone who knows racing knows that typically – you know, everyone's trying to get right up against Just the tolerance without crossing over. And I, I think that's where we are. A couple of guys crossed over. Now they know. Okay. Now they got to pull it back just a little bit. That's right. If you don't test the tech guy, you're not doing well, your job. I'll right? tell you, my, my favorite story was, is uh, I shouldn't out them, but um, Carson Hosevar came through with the super. And they were a little over on, on left side. And they're like, no, 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 back up the cars. So they backed it up and they backed it forward and they went, they rocked it back and forth and they finally got it on the scales just right. And the crew chief said, hey, what about now? And they're like, you're good. They're like, all right, we're good. You go. I don't know that I want to live that dangerously. No, that somebody needs to tell them they're going to weigh it again without that fuel. That's right. Race over with, That's right. right. So that, that percentage is going to change a little bit. So fresh off the stage is my favorite local hero. Dustin Smith is down here this weekend running both cars. Dustin, I think one of the things that jumps out at me at this weekend's entry list is the reemergence of Gulf Coast drivers trying to make the Saturday show, the Sunday show, one or either or both. We just had Jake Finch on. Uh, Connor O'Kresic was on, and I love seeing you guys coming down here to stack it up against the best. you, you got to be excited about this weekend. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. Um, there's not a lot of us Gulf Coast drivers uh, race. Well, not a lot of us race down here, and uh, there's not a lot of Gulf Coast drivers around. Uh, but it's a pretty stout field, both uh, both the pro and the super. So, I don't know. Hopefully we have a good weekend, though, and the rain holds off, and we can see what we got on Sunday. So I like telling your story because I feel like there's a, there's a synergy between the two of us, right? Like I've gone on to do the NASCAR thing, and uh, I like being able to tell stories of racers who share my background, who, who have lived this race for as long as I have. So I'm curious, man, what is what is your earliest memories here at the Snowball Derby? Uh, to be, I think it, my earliest memories would be watching Bubba Gale and Kale Gale run drive for my dad. Uh, 
and Richard Fincher and, uh, of course, Ryan Paul. I think that's my earliest memories is with uh, racing, being here with Bubba Gale and Kale Gale. So is, from that standpoint, is this race to you the entire, like, genesis of you wanting to be a race car driver, being able to see the great triumphs and, and, and tribulations that took place in the Snowball Derby? Was there a the kid you thinking, hey, I want to live that life too? Yeah, definitely, you know, and I, I still get – I still get chill bumps, uh, especially doing Sunday races, because that was that's the main thing that caught my eye was running on Sundays, kind of like the NASCAR guys do. Uh, but yeah, it's it's fun and I love it. Yeah, so you mentioned the Cup guys. We have Byron here, Eric Jones, Ryan Priest, Carson Hosevar. Uh, I'm probably missing another one. But like, is there a part of you? Everyone when they strap on, put the helmet on, they're all the same. But is there a part of you that's like, hey? I'm racing cup guys, not that you should be impressed by cup guys, but basically is this like your cup series race, your cup series start? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, it's you're running against cup guys that do it every week, and they run on Sundays, and, you know, they're used to you know, all the pressure and, and stuff. So it, it, I put a lot of pressure on myself to run, you know, to, to, to outrun them. You know, I've always – it's something, you know, hey, I outrun Noah Gragson or I outrun William Byron. You know, it's it's something you want to do, and you strive to do it. You know, Dustin, we have uh, been following you since the day you turned your first lap, and I've told you this numerous times on the program this year. I feel like this year I have seen you mature and grow as a race car driver more so than any other season that I've watched you race. What's the magic ingredient that you've had this year? I just, um, you know, want to do this a lot more and be more into the racing, the program, the racing program. Just, I, I guess it comes with age, too. You know, um, I, I really don't know how to answer that yet. Well, and, and as we say that, you're not an old guy by any stretch of the imagination. No. And I can tell our listeners this, you still know how to have fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like you're locked up in the house when you no, leave here, right? No, no, no. But, I mean, really this year, and, and Matt, we've talked about it, he had a great finish at the All-American 400. And as you watch Dustin on the racetrack this year, where in previous years you may see in a critical time he would make a critical mistake, this year, no mistakes. This year has been just dead on money every lap, and uh, it's been fun to watch. Uh, it's been fun to do it. Uh, a lot of seat time, you know, it helps me too with not making the critical mistakes and uh, just a lot more racing and seat time. Is you know, it helps everybody. So uh, hopefully we have a good weekend and the rain holds off and uh, make the Sunday race and have fun. You know, I ask everybody that comes through, Dustin, uh, you're registered for the Snowflake and the Snowball. When we leave out of here Sunday night, hopefully you've raced both races. What's what's a good weekend? What, what are you guys looking for? I say uh, top ten in both both cars. You know, uh, I feel like we have top ten cars, and uh, we showed that at Nashville. Uh, we've been showing it a lot here lately. So, yeah, I, I think a top ten car in both races will be, uh, be great for our team. Um, I got uh, I got Matt crossed up here, so I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep quizzing Dustin. Well, what's happening is I'm looking for other potential guests, so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm easily crossed up. <laughs> 
Dustin, uh, yeah, your dad, you mentioned your dad, and uh, he's been involved in a lot of racers' careers over the course of time, helping give them an opportunity to do what you're doing now. When I look at your race shop and the guys that are working on your race cars, goodness gracious, if you've been around Mobile International Speedway since the 90s, you know who those cats are, right? And uh, you got the man himself, Todd Barton, turning wrenches, and uh, – He's a legend in his own mind and nowhere else, right? If you ask him, he is. Right. And uh, <laughs> Stephen Davis is over there. Alex Query is over there. I mean, you got you got a stacked deck over there working on these cars. Yeah, I got a good team. Uh, it's hard, you know, it's hard to find people where I live at and where our race car shop is work, that even works on race cars. Uh, but Todd Martin, he's been with me probably, I think he's been with me my whole racing career. All since goat carts and on up to the ranks. Uh, and I got Hugh Dykes over there. He's, you know, he's our head fabricator guy. And, you know, it's, I got a shop full of people, you know, every, every day. So they're a big, big part of my program, too. How much is, is this year going to be an improvement in just having a healthy weekend? Because I feel like last year was such a disaster. And you pushed through, made the race, and I know it was a big accomplishment. But how much of a struggle was last year? Oh, man, it was terrible. Uh, that's probably the worst I've ever felt. And, uh, I knew, but we we dedicate a lot to go to this race, and uh, I couldn't give up. And I feel I feel good right now, uh, and uh, I think it'll show this week that better than it did last year. One more question from me: If we have a a rainout situation this weekend, do you have a contingency plan to entertain yourself? And you're close to home; you might go back home. I don't know. Like, how are you going to entertain yourself this weekend? Yeah, I just. Uh, Probably go back to my camper and play my Xbox, to be honest with you. <laughs> what are you playing right now? Call of Duty. I, I knew the answer was going to be video games, right? I just knew. I mean, that was like surfing up a skeet, right? I mean, I just, you knew it was going to be video games. I always have my Nintendo Switch on me. Yeah, I think you, you knew you that was coming. You gotta have it. Okay. So, as a dad, and this is something we have not talked about, as a dad, does that change your perspective as a race car driver when you climb in every week? Yeah, you know, we all I've always had a fear of getting hurt in a race car, but I it's I take a little more precaution now with safety equipment now that I am a dad. Uh, cuz I don't want my kids to grow up without a dad, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I take extra precaution, make sure all my safety equipment's uh in date, new helmets, new gloves, shoes, fire suit, all that Hans device. You got I mean, you got a chance every time you climb in this race car to get hurt. You know, I, I had uh, somebody ask me the other day, a new dad, he says, man, he says, I just had this anxiety about my kids. You know, what could happen? What could happen? And I said, and I just started laughing at him. And he says, what's so funny? I said, when you drop your kid in a tin bucket and send him out there to go 200 miles an hour with 40 other dumbasses, then you can tell me about what your anxiety level is, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, of course, Mitch, your dad, he's at that anxiety level every time he dumps you in the car. Oh, yeah. He gets he gets a little riled up uh, when, when we're out there on the racetrack, and you can tell, too, especially because sometimes he won't even put on a headset, but when he's when he's pissed off, he'll, he'll put a headset on and let everybody know. <laughs> you know, I, I told you, I told that story to Tom, and I said, you know, they don't even let Mitch have a headset anymore. He goes, we're not signed up for that. <laughs> His career might have lasted a lot longer right, that he, way. He could have gone longer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's just, right. Just hide all the radios. There ain't no more radios you can use. Well, he tells, Thomas tells the story, and I wish we'll get him over here. Uh, he was somewhere, and everything had just gone completely wrong. And I'm hollering and screaming, and I said, 
somebody asked me, he said, how you, how you put up with that? He says, I just turned the radio off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can do that. Probably, I mean, probably wow. get me and my spotter to change the channel. Well, that, that was Thomas's problem. I was his spotter, right? So that, that was his problem, right? Oh, yeah. And, of course, nobody knows more than your dad oh, when you're not sure. giving 100%, right? Everybody's, oh, yeah, good lap, good lap. And your dad's going, that's BS. That's the worst crap I've ever seen. Yeah, we qualified ninth at the All-American. Dad's like, you could have done better. I'm like, dude, it's, we qualified ninth. I mean, how much better do you want? <laughs> you got some Wilson cars. You got Ty Majeski and your yeah. Top 10. Yeah, yeah, you know, we out qualified Bubba Pollard and Tom and Jessica at the All American, which was a, you know, to me, I felt like that was huge uh, to qualify night. So. But music means I got to go. Good luck this weekend. Like I've told you before, let's put all the pieces of the puzzle together and have a great finish. Thank you, sir. Dustin Smith in the house. Thank you. Getting ready for the 56th annual Snowball Derby. I'm here with my buddy Matt Weaver. I just see the moose walking in the site, so we're going to get him for this last segment and uh, talk about what he has going on. And we'll be back to the 56th annual Green Flag Party here at Pensacola Five Flag Speedway right here on WNSP. The high school football and college football games you'll be attending and looking forward to watching will be previewed Friday afternoons at noon. The one-hour Friday weekend preview show features former Alabama center and radio commentator Roger Schultz and former SEC official Dean Waite joining me in Air Sports One. Each Friday, we'll be broadcasting in front of Dean Waite's office at University and Airport and previewing Alabama, Auburn, South Alabama, and key SEC football games. The weekend football preview Fridays at noon on WNSP. Since 1997, Alabama Pipe and Supply has served Alabama, Mississippi, and Florida as a company solely dedicated to providing quality products and services. Alabama Pipe and Supply carries all types of plastic, metal, and concrete pipes, providing corrugated metal, plastic, PVC pipes of all sizes, all types of fittings and connectors, and they specialize in driveways and culverts. They also carry numerous types of geotextiles, such as erosion mats, filter fabrics, and silt fence. Visit alabamapipe.com for more information. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the tailor-made still two-carbon woods that combine speed and forgiveness to unlock forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. Eli Gold here. You know, there's a lot of lawyer advertising in Mobile, but folks, be careful. Many of the lawyers you hear from are from out of town and won't be the lawyer actually handling your case. That's why you should call Dean Waite. Dean is right here in Mobile, and he's the lawyer personally working your case. If you've been injured, don't hesitate. Call Dean Waite at 265-1000 or visit DeanWaite.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. 
In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Different how? Aren't we all just looking for the hottest stocks? Nope. We use diversified strategies to position our clients' portfolios for their long-term goals. You don't just provide cookie-cutter portfolios? No. We tailor our clients' portfolios to their goals and needs. But you still sell investments that generate high commissions for you, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated to act in our client's best interest. So when do you make more money? Only when your clients make more money? Yep, we have one transparent management fee structured, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds like you really look out for your clients. We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. This is Inside Alabama Racing on 105.5 FM and streaming live on WNSP.com. Once again, bumping and grinding, shoving and rubbing, and that's just at the breakfast buffet. Here's Tommy Prater. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. We've had a fantastic night as the 56th annual Snowball Derby's Green Flag Party is in full swing now. Everybody has drawn for their starting position, now every, or for their qualifying position. Now everybody gets to try to figure out whether going early is good, going late is good, or in the middle is good. Matt Weaver's been with us. The Moose is stepping in with us now for this last segment. Thomas, you've been coming to this thing for as long as you can remember uh, with me and then for yourself. Can you believe how hot this deal is? It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, the Bryant family has done an absolute great job promoting this uh, race. They always have. There's a lot of great big-name drivers here uh, and a lot of cars here, so it's going to be a heck of a show this weekend. I was talking, we had Dustin Smith, Jake Finch, and uh, Connor O'Kresic on, all local drivers. Grant Thompson's going to be here, uh, Elliot Massey, and some more that I'm not drawing off the top of my head. It's good to see the influx of Gulf Coast drivers back at the Derby. It really is. Uh, I just got to go and say that uh, if Elliot, uh, I've told Elliot that if he's not fast enough, I'm, right. I'm dropping in. You can fit a seat. I'm dropping in. Right. Yeah, dropping in. It's uh, uh, before Matt ran off, there is a new TV deal for NASCAR. I believe it's 7.7B. It's some crazy number that Matt is handling for his national media right now. Uh, before he rushed off, he picked William Byron as the winner of the 56th annual Snowball Derby. What are you thinking? Well, um, I've talked to Dustin Smith. He's feeling a lot better than he did last year. He said he's cutting down his his beer intake by about a half. So uh, I'm gonna have to go with Dustin Smith. You can't. He can't cut it off all the way. No, he can't. Right. You know. He said he said he already blew it out one time <laughs> since he's been down here. So so now he's good. You know, when you talk about Dustin Thomas, and, and I was talking with him about this when he was on the air, his maturity and his racecraft this season to me has progressed further than I've ever seen with him. And I guess he's been doing this 10 or 12 years now, maybe longer. But he's really shown a lot of progress in this season. A top 10 finish at the All-American 400s, giving him a lot of 
pep in their step coming down here. And he looks really, really good headed into the derby. Yeah, they've they've come a long way. They got a lot of great people helping them over there. Um, you know, the biggest thing I think is whenever I look at Dustin Smith and and his dad, uh, Mr. Mitch, you know, it seems like they've grown a lot closer together, and they're really working together now. And it takes that in a family race team. You got to be able to take the good with the bad and, and work together as best you can. So I really think that uh, having that family atmosphere and a great crew around him has really progressed him in whatever he wants to race. I think you hit the nail on the head too, son, and, and Dustin missed it, mentioned it earlier, that some maturity, him being a dad now, has kind of pointed him in some new directions that maybe he hadn't looked at in the past. And, you know, as you well know, when you have a father-son race team, if they aren't communicating, nothing good's happening on the racetrack. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, just like I said, I, I see a lot of father-son race teams like, Mr. Wayne and Connor O'Kresic, uh, another one. They're they're the same way. You know, they really communicate well with each other. They have great equipment and, and great people around them. So you know, we can't we can't count Connor out either because uh, he's he's been real close before too. You know, at, at current father son deals here this weekend, Grant Thompson, his dad John, uh, so many similarities to what they're doing to what you and I did. Uh, I found it interesting. Uh, Dustin Smith tells me they do not give his dad a radio during the race, so he can't talk. And Grant told me not too long ago that his dad won't spot for him anymore. He has to go find a spotter to spot for him. Excuse me. I think it's his choice to go find a spotter to spot for him. And I said, well, Thomas wasn't quite that lucky. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's a, a little different. But I can I can see where that that is the case. But, uh, you know, it's uh, – like I said, whatever works, that's that's the biggest thing, whatever works. To do this, Thomas, and you and I have talked about this at length, but to do this at this level is tough. At the next level is just near impossible. But when you have success, like some of our guys have had, it's extra special when it's your family race team versus somebody you just wrote a check for to come down here and race. Yeah, it really is. Uh, you know, you go to the Smith's Race Shop or O'Krezik's Race Shop or Thompson's Race Shop, you know, they all have that family atmosphere. They got stuff everywhere. You know, you always got that one guy that has to be organized, which was you, <laughs> and then the unorganized guy, which was me. You know, I could have 10 916 wrenches out at one time, and I know exactly where they were. So... You know, it's well, that uh, was your story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, like I said, it's just really cool to see these guys still at it, and I, I wish them the best of luck this weekend. So as I'm thinking about who to pick this weekend, it comes down to two names, and I think you can flip a coin as to which one it's going to be. But it's Stephen Nassie and Bubba Pollard are my two picks, and that's way by far not a dark horse pick by any stretch of the imagination. But these two guys – they're just so good. And I don't know how, when they're in a field of race cars, you can't pick them as a possible winner. Yeah, they're, you know, they're still down there thrashing on their cars right now while everybody else is going eating home. eating the chili. Yeah, <laughs> going home or eating the chili. So uh, I, I'm going to have to go with Noah Gregson, though, um, because, you know, I've, I've always long-time buddies with Rhett Jones racing, and, and he's got a good car over there. And, uh you know, if Mr. Terry was listening, I'd want him to know I was going for his driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys have certainly 
uh, put on some shows at Daytona and Talladega. That man's crazy. He is. He is. But that's the guy you want to be around if you're going to the front. <laughs> All right, buddy. That's going to wrap up our coverage of the 56th annual Snowball Derby Green Flag Party. We're here at Pensacola Five Flags Speedway. It is game on. It starts tomorrow morning, racing tomorrow night. It is absolutely incredible. All the reserve tickets for Sunday are sold out. There still are some GAs available when you come to the racetrack. That's our show for tonight. Thank Matt, Thomas, Dustin, Connor, and Noah Gregson. Everybody, have an awesome week.